welcome to another episode of Just Cuz, the podcast where two cousins talk about things they love. Just Cuz. Today we will be talking about the first two episodes of Ahsoka, brand new show in uh, the George Lucas, Lucasfilm, not so much George Lucas, but Lucasfilm, Star Wars, Disney Plus, however many titles there are. <laughs> Yeah, the, the Star wars averse. It's basically they're playing the game. How many shows can we squeeze in between? Uh... Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, I had the thought very recently that it's not a lot of time between those two movies. I would say that it is not enough time for an entire Republic to entire new republic to be created and then systematically broken down by the new order which has also been created out of the remnants of the empire i feel like that's not enough time for that to happen not enough time <laughs> at all and i think that's what dave filoni's been trying to flesh out in all the new disney plus series and i mean mandalorian season three kind of did it well getting ahead of myself but I, I don't know what they're doing, and I definitely want to talk about it in this podcast. But before we do that, we need to talk about Ahsoka and the two-episode premiere, because I did enjoy it. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, I what loved it. What did you think it. about I it? I loved it. I was so... Okay, I haven't seen all of Rebels. I actually haven't seen any of Rebels. I'm sorry. Don't yell at me. That was going to be one of my questions. <laughs> don't yell at me. But... I obviously know who the characters from Rebels are, and I know the Ghost crew, and I know the stuff that they did, right? And so it was so cool to see. I was I was obviously expecting Ahsoka to be there, but I wasn't expecting uh, Sabine and um, all the talk about Ezra. I know, like, because I stayed away from trailers. I stayed away from, as I usually do, I don't like to hear things about a project before it comes out. I don't like to hear that media stuff when they're like, oh, this is going to be in it. This person's going to be in it. I don't want to know. <laughs> I want to go in blind and experience the uh, work of art, even if that sounds pretentious. <laughs> I wish that I could have done that because I went into this knowing pretty much everything about the fact that all of the Rebels crew is continuing on into this. And mm. Dave Filoni said that it was like Rebels season five or whatever the newest season of Rebels was. I, I watched a, a little bit of it, not enough to know about these characters, but also the first two episodes, mainly the first episode, was really good at establishing all of these characters for new audiences. It really was. And it, mm -hmm. it wasn't like what I loved was that it wasn't spoon feeding it to us. It wasn't being like, this is Ahsoka Tano. She was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. She uh, got banished from the Jedi Order and did all these crazy things. No, no, they didn't say any of that. Because if you want to know, go watch The Clone Wars. Or if you want to know about Sabine and Ezra, go watch Rebels. You know? And I really liked that they weren't like, oh, it's live action. Now we're taking it seriously. No, this was a serious story. This was a part of the universe already. And this is continuing. It is very much a continuation. Mm -hmm. But I also like the fact that there were breadcrumbs there. If you hadn't seen any of it, I feel like you still would have got a notion of everything definitely, that you mentioned Definitely, before. because I've seen, I've watched a lot of The Clone Wars, not all of it, but I've watched a lot of it. But I, like I said, I haven't watched any Rebels even though I know the characters. I haven't watched We probably know the same amount of Rebels yeah. lore. <laughs> and so 
I, I was able to follow absolutely everything. And I think going forward, it's only going to get better. I had no qualms about that. I, I thought that these two first episodes were pretty great. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's obvious things like color grading, tone, cinematography. I felt very similar to Mandalorian. Color grading, I thought wasn't great, but everything else was just yeah superb i feel it was it was shot very well um i do want to talk about the very beginning because that's what got me the most excited when i started watching it that ahsoka begins with a crawl with a, a red with a crawl. red star wars crawl it's not you know going into space diagonally or whatever it's just going vertically up the screen but it was a crawl and then it goes to the it goes to the shot of blank space and then it pans along a spaceship and just like the movies and i was like oh my gosh okay they're taking this they seriously it. ahsoka is a huge character even though she's never properly gotten focus in live action before she's a huge character in star wars and this is a very big deal and they seem to get that and i really like that the moment that anakin was given a padawan or just someone to train like that is that's insane. Yeah. And I feel like they're finally I mean Clone Wars did a pretty good job of it, but they're finally fleshing out the reality of Ahsoka continuing on in that universe mm -hmm. because we've never really seen her affect obviously the original trilogy cuz she couldn't. Mm -hmm. She wasn't she she wasn't she an idea exist, back though. then. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think that that is so interesting to think of how if you're a Padawan in the the Jedi Order, or you're a youngling in the Jedi Order, and you get assigned to this uh, Jedi Knight as your master, and you learn from him and train from him, and they become so close as seen in the Clone Wars, and they go on multiple uh, huge journeys together and adventures and they fought in a war they together fight in the war together and the whole time she's learning from him she's saying that everything in my life has taught me to listen to you and this person turns out to be a child murdering huge sith lord and he leaves the jedi order and ruins basically the whole galaxy <laughs> obviously not of his own plans but of palpatine's but the Padawan of Darth Vader, like, how do you go on after that? That's so interesting. And especially because Ahsoka had so many struggles with the Jedi Order in the Clone Wars, where she was kicked out and then she refused to go back. And I always loved that about her because we, I believe we've talked about it before. <laughs> I do not like the Jedi very much. <laughs> yeah, I'm... it's it's a very clear saying in the... Uh, prequel trilogy like George Lucas did a lot of weird stuff but I love what he did with the Jedi Order in making them complete doofuses yeah they're they're <laughs> absolute nimrods they don't know how to <laughs> conduct themselves in um political or martial law situations pretty much and I love it they're 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 brutes they're not smart and they deserve to be taken down the the it's so interesting because the tenets of the Jedi order like going way back in like the novelizations and the you know those creepy old books that Luke has in a tree right <laughs> 
the Jedi Order is about balance and knowledge and peace. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. And then in the prequel trilogy, they are marshals. They are uh, tax enforcers. They're they're not upholding balance at (laughs) all. They're literally, they're warriors and they're tax enforcers. That's the first (laughs) thing that we get introduced to them as. And they're weird librarians. Yeah. And I was like, okay, if you guys are making such a mockery of Jedi teachings and what the Jedi Order is, then you deserve to be taken down. And I've never liked the Jedi Order as a construct. I'm using air quotes when I say that. Mm. (laughs) I have never liked the Jedi Order. And I always respected Ahsoka for not wanting to join them, uh, not wanting to Mm. uh, go back to them. Especially because, like, when she was a child, she had no choice. Also, they abduct children. Like, we brush over <laughs> yeah, that a lot. Fuck? They just take children and they train them in the force <laughs> with no uh, no agency, no choice about it. They're like, give us your child. They will be a Jedi. What? That's insane. Oh, you're force sensitive? Let, let me take you. I promise no weird guy is gonna murder you mm. with a lightsaber when I he promise turns evil. No- I promise. I promise nothing weird or culty or inclusionist ever happens in the Jedi Temple at all in this place nothing at all. where we take children and force them into our way of living. Mm, doesn't <laughs> sound great. Okay? No. They deserve to be taken down. Not that I think that the Sith are good, because I don't. Not. I'm not one of those people I'm like, Palpatine was right all along. Absolutely not. Palpatine wanted to kill everybody and, and rule the whole universe. Absolutely not. But they're both bad. And mm. the force... It's about being in the middle. It's about which... it's about balance, okay? That's what it's all about. That's what the force is about. Oh, oh when uh, Palpatine... It was him and Darth Vader, and then he killed all the other Jedi except for uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan. Hey, that's balance. <laughs> Sorry, that's yep. two and two. That's balance, my dude. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, and there's kind of a rule of twos in Ahsoka, which bringing it back to Ahsoka, I did love the opening crawl. And in that opening crawl, they just outright mentioned Thrawn, mm-hmm. which I did not think they were going to do. I thought that was going to be slow drip fed throughout the episodes, like maybe revealed episode three. I, I like that they didn't because Thrawn's... Uh... Their, their battles against Thrawn in Rebels, like, they were obviously a big part of the show, and it's not like Thrawn is a secret, um, if you've seen Rebels, so... He's also in the trailer. Yeah, well, I didn't watch the trailer, okay? <laughs> yeah, the trailer had a lot of stuff spoiled. Like, I, I wish I didn't see I hate trailers. We've been over this. I don't like the way that they're doing them now. Some trailers are fun but only the ones that are like, this is specifically a trailer, so you don't know what's going on in the movie. I I don't like to be spoiled. I don't. No, I I 100% agree with you. Mm -hmm. I like going in just blind. Yeah. But I do like how they're teasing Thrawn, like not just in the opening crawl, but they say his name a bunch. Oh, yeah. The the main lady villain, what's her name? Morgan Elsbeth? Yeah, Morgan. Such a cartoony name. No, I... I immediately thought Morgan Le Fay, and I was like, okay, <laughs> we're going witchy, then we're going witchy. I love that. Morgana, and on that Morgan point, Le Fay, I love it. I, I love how they've finally brought in, and this might not be the first occasion of it, 
but they brought in a, like a live action witch in Star Wars, I know. which I'm so excited. I, it's amazing. Like I, I'm not. I'm like, is she from Dathomir? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know much about the the history of witches in the Star Wars universe. Um, but I've I've known that they existed, and I was like, that's so cool. I want to know everything. <laughs> um, and I just I love witches. Okay, like mm. I got so many witchy things. <laughs> um, and. The Jedi are fucking witches. The Sith are witches, okay? <laughs> they can move things with their mind. They can see into the future. They have visions. They're fucking witches, okay? And they like to oh, dress yeah. it up and pretend that they are warriors and monks, even though they never meditate. Like, what? Except Yoda. Only Yoda meditates. <laughs> They're wearing robes. They're witches and They're wizards. They're witches, guys. We've all known this. They're literally... Okay, you know what people call them online? They call them space wizards what are wizards witches okay everyone's a fucking mm -hmm. witch so this girl morgan she's just being up front and she's saying i'm a witch okay i'm not a <laughs> jedi i'm not a sith i'm not a gray jedi whatever i am a witch I'm, and i respect I'm her using for green that. oogly boogly stuff oogly boogly. and i'm gonna find thrawn and i respect her for that not for her actions but, <laughs> but for calling herself a witch i like it and the show starts out with her being rescued by uh i don't i i have no idea what their names are but sith one and sith master two. and apprentice mm -hmm. yes sith one and sith are two? they sith um i don't know well okay so the guy might not be because isn't his lightsaber orange yeah and that's straight that's interesting and he keeps talking about being a jedi and he's like when i was a jedi when i was at the temple blah 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 when i was a padawan learner and i'm mm. like bro you're not supposed to talk about that if you're a sith <laughs> But I mean, he's he's clearly turned from being a oh, Jedi, clearly. but I don't think he's fully Sith I, like yeah. his apprentice is. His apprentice seems to hold a lot of anger. And yes, even if they're not following like specifically Sith teachings, like if they're not following, you know, Palpatine's corpse or clone body or whatever. Right. They're still um, if you can, if you wield the force and have a lot of anger and emotion i guess then you're a sith um yeah but this guy the guy seems to be more hesitant and less willing to kill ahsoka especially which is interesting very interesting he seems to be tuned into a little bit of both sides which i think ahsoka might be too oh of course she there's is. a duality there i'm sorry miss ahsoka with her white lightsaber saying i'm not a jedi <laughs> i love it I love it and I respect it, okay? I always wanted, um, I never did it because I uh, am not stupid, but I always wanted to go to uh, Disneyland and buy one of those incredibly expensive lightsabers where you get to pick your kyber crystal and pick the colors and shit and it's incredible. i would do that in a heart i would do it but i don't I have i want do i don't that. have the money to spend on that <laughs> i am not stupid enough to waste the little money i have to do that <laughs> so um i and i would always be like even though it's boring even though it's not the prettiest color out there i would do white i would do white lightsabers because i can't i can't get behind having a blue lightsaber or a green lightsaber. No. I guess I really like what they did with uh, Ahsoka, how the last time we saw her in live action was Mandalorian Season 2. Mm -hmm. And it's a very, very 
small touch that does not matter in the slightest, but her hair thingies were really short, and now they're really long. Yeah, I don't understand that. It's not I, I like them long. I don't get that, though. Whatever the because heck it, it is. Because it grows in the... They grow in the cartoons as well. Like, when she gets yeah. older, they're longer. And I don't understand because they're not hair. They're part of her head, right? They're tentacles. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, there's... We've seen people of that species where their hair is, like, down to their waist. Yeah. Or hair. But... but but how do they cut it or something? How does it get shorter? <laughs> They're not going to cut I don't think their they can tentacles, cut are they? Then how does it get shorter? I don't understand. I don't think it does get shorter. That's why it mean? was weird seeing it. <laughs> it. It was weird seeing them short in Mandalorian. Yeah. And I think they rectified that. Okay, that's what I think. That's what long. I think is happening. Because I thought that in the Clone Wars, they were short because she is young. And then as she grows, yeah. they get longer because she's that, getting older. That's definitely older. the case. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, that's what it's supposed to be. And then they were super short in The Mandalorian. Everyone was like, why are they so short? That's not right. And now they're long again, and it just confuses me. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I like ignoring No, no, I, I like it. It looks <laughs> way better, but it's still confusing. Yes. Um, let's, let's talk about Ahsoka herself for a second. Um, yes. How are we liking uh, Rosario Dawson's? portrayal rosario dawson just incredible like she obviously the right casting choice mm -hmm. because there's moments where she will just have an expression on her face where it's not surprise but it's kind of just observing and it just feels like the ahsoka from the clone wars like it, it's it's perfect mm -hmm. I don't know how she does it so well. I, I don't know. I really like her. Wasn't she like the fan cast for Ahsoka for years before? I think so. I'm pretty sure she was. Um, and that's that's always exciting when you get a fan cast to actually play the character. God. Mm. In other in other scenarios, I'd love I'd love that so much. And she's so good um in this role. As for adult Ahsoka, you know, I like I said, I haven't watched rebels very much so my experience of ahsoka is mostly from clone wars and i just i miss you know joker young ahsoka who has some optimism <laughs> left in her <laughs> having seen all the episodes with her in rebels she is very much reserved yeah i think having seen just all of the death and destruction oh of you know order 66 oh, i think totally she's just makes, changed yeah no no it totally makes sense don't get me wrong mm -hmm. it makes complete sense and it is correct for her character not to be the way she was as a child i just missed that as part of ahsoka i think this is a big parallel that they're starting to draw in the show between her and sabine because sabine is so much like she was as a child obviously sabine has already you know been through rebels and lost ezra and she's very sad right now but she is still has um the rebelliousness in her that ahsoka always showed and she um has that i don't know oomph i don't know what it is <laughs> um she's got that je ne sais quoi <laughs> that's not what i was gonna say but no i i think you're right in that they are definitely filling in that gap, that, that teenage role with Sabine really well. Mm -hmm. I think there was a note that I had, 
or just kind of a question of why did she run off with the map? I mean, obviously to cause conflict in the narrative, but I really think it's interesting as a character choice as to why Sabine ran off with the map for Thrawn. Well, I think I think it, it seemed perfectly within her character to me. I mean, she doesn't like authority. It it it, it like even if you haven't um known who Sabine is before this, even just the way that her character is set up where she's supposed to be speaking at <laughs> Ezra's mural dedication or whatever and um or like they're all of their mural dedication or something. They're all yeah, on. We'll the... circle back yeah, to yeah. that mural. Um, but, and then she's not there. She's running away. She is now, you know, she's a general. She is a big person in the war, the star war. And, um, <laughs> the war and a star. And, you know, she's running away from that. She's going home. She wants to be alone with her cat dog-like creature and <laughs> whatever the heck that is <laughs> it was adorable that's what um, <laughs> and uh she thinks that she knows best you know whether she does or not she knows a lot of things but does she know best i don't know um doesn't seem to because she got attacked <laughs> yeah no but she doesn't trust ahsoka even though they are supposed to have that master-apprentice dynamic, which is a very big theme in this show. I don't know if it's... I don't know if she doesn't trust Ahsoka. I, it feels more like she thinks Ahsoka doesn't trust her. Mm -hmm. It seemed... Because she, she kept going back to that. She was like, she doesn't want me. She doesn't want my help. She doesn't want me to come to this planet or whatever, you know? And then the, the, the robot that's played sorry the droid that's played by david tennant what the fuck yeah david freaking tennant i can't get rid of this guy i can't he's everywhere he's everywhere i'll never be rid of him not that i want to be good omen season two ahsoka he's gonna be in the three doctor who specials this year like ah i can't I don't ever want to be rid of David Tennant. I adore him, but I was not so shocked because I didn't actually think that it was David Tennant in the show. And then the robots started to... The droid, I'm sorry. Don't come for mm. me, Star Wars fans. Um, <laughs> the it's a robot. The droid started talking. And the first thing I thought, I, li I was alone and I said it out loud. I said, that sounds like David Tennant. <laughs> and then I didn't, I didn't think about it at all again except for when he would talk and be like yeah and then i went to work the next day and my friend was like yeah that was david Tennant," <laughs> and i almost shat on the floor <laughs> it might get you to watch the show but yeah david Tennant voices him in the show too really yeah i didn't know that oh <laughs> well that me that makes sense then. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah you're gonna keep the the voice actor <laughs> but i mean on that note David Tennant is one of the first robots, other than Taika Waititi, that didn't feel like a fantastic voice role gone to waste. I'm mainly thinking of Matt Berry in Book of Boba Fett, if you remember that. I genuinely, you've told me this multiple times, and it never sticks in my brain because I cannot <laughs> believe that that was Matt Berry. What a what a disgrace to him. He's amazing. Yeah. That was I mean that was not it. Oh, I can't. Everyone who doesn't know 
go watch just YouTube clips of him being a fantastic boss in the IT crowd. I mean, yeah, he, he's fantastic, he's, and they wasted no, he's it. he's so good. And uh, unacceptable. Unacceptable. But I liked Taika Waititi as an IG-88 model. Yeah. And David Tennant is fantastic in this show. He oh, yeah. feels... It's done. It's a dry humor, but I love well, it. Well, because okay, I forget the droid's name, but he was—he's not like, he's not like, he's not any kind of droid that we've seen before, uh, in live action. He's not uh, whatever C three PO was. I always forget communications. No, um, I, I, I protocol. C three PO just C three PO is a protocol droid, and um, our no no R two D two no C three PO is a protocol droid. Is... Yeah. I thought C R two. We're going on a tangent, but C three PO just knows languages, right? Yeah, protocol, like like business protocol. Is that yeah? Oh god. And then R two D two is, he, I think, I don't know what He's they just are. Just for flying. They're, I mean, like their main purpose, I think, is for flying starships. But then they mm. also like do maintenance and stuff. I don't. Is know. Is it astromech? Yeah, that's it. That's it. You're right. Awesome. Um, our nerding paid off. It always finally. does, doesn't it? Uh, and so this is the first droid i don't know what model or what kind of droid he is but he was an instructor at the jedi temple he taught younglings in the ways of the force which is wild i love that (laughs) it's absolutely wild and i i do love seeing him the moment where sabine's trying to hack that droid whatever and it's about to explode and david tennant droid is like hey you you're running out of time time's running out yeah. okay you're done <laughs> i'm pulling the plug he's he's like taking initiative and like doing things and not just sitting back and listening to the humans which is great because uh, there is a long-standing inequality of droids in the star wars galaxy and i want to put an end to this with the help of this david tennant droid okay <laughs> what do you mean there needs to be a very big story about that there definitely does Uprising what do you droids. mean we don't serve their kind in here what are you talking about they don't drink anything that's and racism. not just a side story in solo yeah no it's 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 so wild to me <laughs> that, yeah that hasn't been utilized like that aspect and also not in one episode in the mandalorian season three yeah. like i want to see more of that no because obviously this galaxy is super welcoming to all types of people and aliens and everything but not droids no 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 droids get out of here what's that mm-hmm. about that's and they're subjugated they're the working class they're forced they're like slaves even though they are mm-hmm. uh sentient and they're doing a lot of the labor it needs, it, it's insane it needs to be talked about they're doing all the labor it needs to be talked about anyway <laughs> but yeah back to ahsoka because i do want to talk about the villains and if you will allow me a small sad tangent do it. because i want to talk about ray stevenson yeah. and just r.i.p because he was he was taken too soon it's no it's incredibly sad i had no idea that he died before the show ever premiered it's mm-hmm. very very unfortunate for those who don't know he played like the main i, I want to say villain but he was he was like a jedi who had fallen and he had an apprentice who's way more evil than him and it feels like he's reining her in let me look up their names because i feel like that's important. yeah it is important. They're going to be very big characters, and we're going to see a lot more of them. So I do want to, I want to clearly, I want to know more about their characters. But 
Ray Stevenson is amazing because he is, and I'm sorry, John Barenthal, I can't wait to see you in the MCU, but Ray Stevenson is the best Punisher in live action mm. ever. Yeah. If you've seen Punisher Warzone, it, I, I don't think the movie's great, but he is spot on. I would love to see him again as Punisher, but unfortunately we can't. And he can't bless the world with any more roles. I think he was in RRR. Fantastic. Just mm. great human being. Oh, damn it. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so mad that I looked up the cast because it shows me that Hayden Christensen is going to be in the show. Okay. Sorry. I, yep. No. Okay. So that was a point that I was going to make later on because I also looked up the cast a few days ago and I got it spoiled for well, me. Well, hold on. Okay. So Ray Stevenson's character's name is Balin Skull. Uh, which, okay. you know, badass name. That's awesome. Awesome. Um, and Love that. Yes. Ray Stevenson, you will be missed. Uh, you're an incredible actor. Um, mm -hmm. Damn, I'm stop. I'm going to stop looking at this cast now. I'm so mad you made me do that. <laughs> you shouldn't have done it. Well, because... I, I needed to look up his name. We just kept calling him the guy. The guy who might be a <laughs> the, Sith. The guy. Balin and, and his apprentice. But yeah, now that we're on the cast. So a couple days ago, I looked up the cast because I was just taking notes mm -hmm. and I, I wanted to know the names of everyone in it. And yeah, I saw that Hayden Christensen was in this show. Damn it. <laughs> I'm no, I'm, <laughs> That's I'm, awesome. I'm happy. I'm so thrilled, but I'm so upset that I know that. I wanted to be surprised. There's another character that uh, it's not even that big of a spoiler, but on the cast list, I saw that he was in it. Do you want me to say his I name? I think I already saw it, so just say it. Yeah, Temuera Morrison re is returning as Captain Rex yeah. in this show. Yeah. No, I mean, mm. obviously, because I see Ahsoka, and the first thing I think is, where's Rex? <laughs> that's always <laughs> the first thing I think of. So that's what, I th that's what I thought when she was in The Mandalorian, and Boba Fett, and ahsoka i'm mm. like where dude where's rex you can't have let him die after everything that happened also in rebels like was he in rebels i don't know i didn't see it yes he was he is okay in good rebels. but i was like after everything you two have been through where is he <laughs> he might have even been in return of the jedi there's a bearded guy who some people say he might or might not be i don't know mm. <laughs> I don't like um. I don't like to read things into the old movies where clearly none of this was planned. I think it's no. just look to the future like the the movies in the 70s no one was thinking, "Hey, this let's plant some guy here so maybe in in 45 years people can theorize about who this guy is." <laughs> it's just an extra. <laughs> George Lucas had nothing <laughs> planned out. Yeah. He didn't even know that Luke and Leia were brother and sister no, until no, the end. No, of course not. That's why they smooch. <laughs> or maybe he just has a weird kink. Mm, I don't know. That's worse. <laughs> but back to Ahsoka because I have one last point on the villains that I want to make because when Morgan Elsbeth was, you know, opening the map and everything and she was seeing where to go, she had a very weird line, and that was that she was looking for Thrawn across time and space. Yeah. What do you think that means? I don't know. They kept saying, like, our galaxy across space. Well, okay, so time across time, like, those could be those, like, what, those in-between, those, like, doorway thingies that they have in Rebels. Mm -hmm. Or like the whales. Yeah, they have they have all that that time stuff. So that's not the part I'm super worried about. But like the space stuff, like 
outside of their galaxy we're going to a different galaxy <laughs> that's crazy i'm so excited is that just outer rim or are we actually yeah no no the outer this... rim is still in the galaxy so and this is very clearly outside the galaxy because there's like a wormhole to it like a einstein mm. rosen bridge um <laughs> for my stem majors out there <laughs> Yeah, no, Star Wars has always been a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It's always been in this one galaxy. To, so to go outside of it is really exciting. Um, mm -hmm. I don't I don't know what's going to happen. I hope they don't come into our galaxy or oh, God, and I no. super hope that they don't touch on like any multiverse shit. OK, I'm <laughs> we're, we're done with multiverse. There are some multiverse things that I love and there are some that I hate. But I think we can all agree that there is way too much multiverse in the movies <laughs> right now. And uh, the last thing that Star Wars ever needs to do is touch on a multiverse. Star Wars, do not do it. Please. Don't do it. We yeah. trust you, Dave Filoni. I don't think you would do this. But I don't put it past Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> I don't think they'll even do this. The time travel tree which is something in Star Wars, but... What? Is that I, from the I, holiday special? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in Rebels, where you go into this tree. I Tree, I say with quotation marks, but... And you can go through its branches and go out into any point in time. Oh. Like, that's an actual thing in Star Wars. Is that different from the, 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 the doorway thingies? Where there, it's like the, the doorway... And then I think those are similar. Okay, yeah, maybe it's the, the, the same. The stuff that Palpatine uses. Did Palpatine use it? I didn't know. I only ever saw... I saw little clips and little video essays about Ezra using them. I had nothing, no <laughs> idea about Palpatine. <laughs> I, yeah, Palpatine was always looking for them because that is immense power. Yeah, that makes sense. I buy that. That makes sense. <laughs> but I mean, I think across time and space just means they're with those whales that travel in hyperspace maybe that would be cool i think we're definitely gonna see those well, whales. when she started when they got to that like big circle thing that was like they they called it the eye or something and they're like when this is done we'll be able to go to the next galaxy the first thing that i thought of was oh you remember the prequels there are those little hyper jump spheres that you could put your <laughs> ship into the middle of and then you go into hyperspace and i was like oh yes. it's like one of those for between galaxies <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it is. No, I like that design. Yeah, it's sick. On Ahsoka, because I, we're kind of moving away from the villains, I do want to talk about the animated mural, like the actual animation oh, style. Oh, yeah, of the style Because that is Rebels. so awesome. That was so I loved good. Seeing and that. you saw everybody but younger mm -hmm. and happy. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to see everyone in live action. And everyone that they've casted is perfect. Oh, yeah. like we talked about the cast earlier, but everyone is spot on. Yeah. No, I have absolutely no complaints. Um, everybody looks perfect and very capable. So I'm very excited for the rest of the show. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I mean, the action is all fun. The camera work is fantastic. One thing I noticed and appreciated was the fact that all of the action was shot, pulled back, and it was very steady. Mm. Like that's... It's a very small thing, or I guess big thing to ask for because it's very hard to choreograph fights and make it clear and make it good looking, but it's something that should be a standard with all action. Yeah. Well, I also, 
I also like that because it uh it gave the sort of sense that this is the beginning of this series. This action is small in proportionate to what will happen. This is oh, yeah. this will escalate. And I liked that it was sort of removed and pulled back. Um mm. so so let's hope that I'm right. Let's hope it escalates. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I cannot wait to see more of this. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I feel like it's time to head on over to the consumption corner. Nom, where we're nom. just starved for content. Mm -hmm. I'm starving. I'm a small Victorian boy sitting outside of a <laughs> apothecary just starving for content. Please, sir. Please. Please, may I have some content? <laughs> so, <laughs> Sasha, so what have stupid. you been consuming? <laughs> <laughs> it's the stupidest thing ever. Um, What have I been consuming i don't i don't know man <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> i i can go first you go because first. i have I, one yeah go on i i only have one because next week of the many shows or i guess kid shows that i want to review a animated kid shows i have been watching and just binging all of the owl house again <gasps> thank because god. it is amazing thank god it's so good i love it i can't stop thinking about it what do you think? And I am glad I'm rewatching it because I, I it it's been a couple years and there were some things that I forgot and it it's 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 perfect. Yeah. Um I have been very busy. Um so I haven't been consuming much. Um but I am uh I'm about to start watching The Bear as I've been saying yes. for like 3 weeks now, but I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> Um, trust me you're gonna watch the first episode and before you know it you're gonna be done i know it. i know and i'm like this is what i need i need something to watch and then every time i'm i'm laying down i'm like i'm so tired i just want to watch something that puts <laughs> me to sleep <laughs> no i get not, that it's not the bear um <laughs> no the bear is very stressful yeah. i'm not gonna lie it's uncut gems but yeah trying to make a a restaurant um something i have been noticing it's not really content stuff but um spooky season is about to be upon us and yes. um i've been thinking i you know all as all the stores put out all their halloween merch and uh fall decorative colors you know i've been thinking about what are some of my favorite fall and halloween movies to to start getting myself into the vibe and uh, the first thing I'm going to start off with is uh, Practical Magic. I've decided to watch that, like, tomorrow or something. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely adore that film. And I always, I always use it to uh, start off spooky season for me. So I will be watching Practical Magic. <laughs> Honestly, that's such a good topic. Like, we need to do that. Absolutely. Just movies to get you into the oh, Halloween We're super mood. going to, and then we're going to talk about what we actually watch on Halloween because those are yes. different things <laughs> so do you want to talk about i guess mandalorian future and just the future of all of these projects i think it was a rumor that might not even be true but i heard that at one point dave filoni had a plan to have a movie with all of these people what that's like insane. A ahsoka mandalorian that's i don't know insane. who else god i hope not i'm sorry <laughs> that's I I don't want that to happen. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe it would be that, cool, but 
I'm really glad you said that because my point was going to be, I hope that a lot of the Thrawn storyline is wrapped up in this Ahsoka yeah. season. I don't want to see a cliffhanger. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to see a Star Wars Avenger style movie. I don't want to see that. That's not what I come to Star Wars for. And, you know, Marvel's already letting us down a little bit, little bit by little bit. I don't want to, uh, I don't want that to, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. Um, as for the Mandalorian, uh, I did not finish season three of the Mandalorian. I did not finish the last yep, four episodes. I do not blame you. So when I get around to watching the last four episodes, I'm sure I'll have something to say, but I did not finish it. <laughs> and that shows you how good Mandalorian season three was. Some people told me that it right where I stopped is where it gets better. And I hope that's the case, but I don't know. I mean, I remember liking the finale, but it was very abrupt. Yeah. I remember thinking that too. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> With that, this has been a Rebel Mural podcast.